0: What is up? I'm That Girl DJ and you are listening to the Small Town DJ Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back to my second episode of the Small Town DJ Podcast. And before I jump into my main topic, I need to call myself out for something I said in the last podcast. I said that financially, I could not leave the city, that I was in a lot of debt. And I think that was just the excuse I told myself because I was scared to move out. I was scared to leave the city. I was scared to leave the place that I've known. I was also really worried, what if I I left and came home and everyone knew I failed. Which is crazy because I've actually failed so many times at so many things. Why I'm worried about that, I don't know. But I think I'm just now coming to the, that realization that I I made an excuse uh, and I, I do that. I tend to do that It's a character flaw I have. We all have our character flaws and I tend to make excuses when I fail. I do my best to learn from every failure But looking back, I've made a lot of excuses for when I failed. And honestly, I just need to take ownership of it. Hey, I was scared. I didn't make a move. Now I'm 30 years old and I wish I would have. Is it too late? I don't know. But I do know that I'm going to try to start stepping out of my comfort zone, which is why I'm doing the podcast. Which stepping out of the comfort zone kind of brings me to my topic of request why do people come up and request songs? Is it because of they don't like what you're playing? Because they wanna hear their song? And I got to thinking about it. Requests come from people who don't wanna get out of their comfort zone. A lot of the requests I get are for things of like the wobble and line dances and back that ass up. Those are, or or Boosie, that's a main one because they want something that everybody knows that they feel comfortable with. And that's not always the case. But now that I've been sitting here thinking about it and thinking about comfort zones and things of that nature, people really do want to stay in their comfort zone. They want to hear songs they're familiar with. It's like they're scared of new songs. I'm sure there's several DJs who can relate to this. They've played a song that they know is about to pop, but it hasn't popped yet. And they play it and no one dances. No one even budges and you're just kind of wondering, what the heck? Two weeks later you're getting that song requested because that's the new hot song. But because they weren't familiar with the song, they weren't comfortable with the song, they didn't get down to it like they did two weeks later once it became a hit on the top 40 or the main hip-hop hits. Now, this isn't always the case because some people request things that are so far left-field. For me, it's usually a song I've never heard of, and I think they just get joy out of being like, what? You've never heard of this? What kind of DJ are you? And honestly, I'm just guessing at why people request. I'm not sure. I would love to hear people who people who are listening to this and request a lot of songs. Just tell me why. Is it because you're, you just ain't vibing? You ain't feeling it? Because you want to hear a song? Because you want to hear a song you can dance to? That's one of my favorite things people say because I can dance to almost anything. And really, if I'm DJing, like actually DJing a set, I'm... There's a really, really good chance that I am playing music that can be danced to. Again, you're just not comfortable dancing to that music or that style of music or that particular song because you have one song in your head that you just gotta hear. And if the DJ doesn't play that particular song, they're just a sorry DJ and you're probably gonna leave the bar. This sounds kind of wild, but I'm telling you I've seen it happen more than one time where I haven't played someone's request and they have left the bar. A big thing I'm working on is my attitude when people approach me because I am I'm not the nicest. I'm working on it, but it's also how you approach me. If you come up to me and you're kind and you're sweet and ask if I can play a song and I tell you no, or if I tell you that I'm going to try to fit it in or just give me some time and I'll play it. So now, I'm going to be honest, sometimes I just say that to get you to leave me alone, but depending on how you act, I really might try to fit it in. And tips Always make it more likely for it to happen. Just just some fun information. If you throw some money down, not a dollar. I don't know why y'all think you can hand me a dollar and I'm going to play your song like I'm some sort of jukebox. But in all seriousness, it really is just how you approach me, how you talk to me. It's what kind of response you're going to get from me. And I've talked to several DJs. I actually asked a Facebook question just to my DJ friends. Asking them if they play requests, if they take requests, uh, what are their reactions when people request. Now, the thing is, in the EDM world, requesting is a big no-no. Don't do it. If I'm playing a house set, dub set, whatever the heck I'm playing, and it's electronic dance music, please do not request. Just don't. Just let us play our set. Sit back and just enjoy the music. Enjoy the show. Now, if it's going to be top 40 hip-hop, you do tend to get more requests with that. And when I talk to the other DJs, they kind of threw some uh, information on how they handle it. I've kind of told you how I handle it. It really depends how you approach me and how many people are approaching me. Because when there's several, several, several people coming up one after another, I do tend to get a little bit more agitated. And another big thing is uh, when you put your cell phone in my face. Guys, don't do this. Don't put your cell phone in my face. I'm going to either Venmo me some money or throw it across the room. Please do not put your cell phone in any DJ's face requesting music. Just approach us, if, if it's not an electronic set, be kind. Just, hey, when you get time, can you play this? Or if you can fit this in? Just approach us like we're people. Don't, I'm not a jukebox. I need you to talk to me with a little bit of respect and be nice and you'll be surprised. Now, like I said, I did ask some of my DJ friends and a lot of them who play Top 40, they do accept requests. Now, there are going to be some DJs who are just 100% no requests, leave me alone. I get that and I respect that. And you need to respect it too. Just, again, treat people how you want to be treated. Do you want someone to come up to your job and tell you how to do your job? I know it doesn't quite seem like that because, oh, you're DJing for the crowd. But also, we put a lot into this. Well, a lot, not all DJs. I personally put a lot into this. I put a lot of thought into the music I play to make sure it matches, make sure the keys match, the beats match, all that good stuff. So when you come up and you're like, yeah, I don't like this, it is a little insulting. Sometimes humbling because, hey, I just may be way off. And I get a suggestion of a song to play and I play it and then everyone kind of starts moving and grooving and I'm like, oh, wow. I really misread that crowd. And the thing is, sometimes as DJs, we are gonna misread the crowd. It happens. We're not perfect. Sometimes we can't read minds and sometimes you don't know what people are feeling. There are days I can play things from like the 90s and 2000s and it just works. And then there are days... I'll do the same exact thing that was just working the other day, but for that day, it just wasn't working, okay? In Shreveport, especially in small towns, I can't speak for every small town, but I can talk about Shreveport because, again, I've been DJing here 10 years. The crowds vary all the time. It's very rare that you're just going to get the same crowd over and over, but that's also kind of the fun part of being a DJ is trying to figure out what works, and then whenever you get it right, it's just that aha moment. And if you're a DJ and you've experienced that moment, you know what I'm talking about. It feels so good. Earlier, I talked about electronic dance music and not requesting. So if you remember my first podcast, if you didn't listen to it, that's cool. I started playing EDM. That's what I started with. So when I came into DJing Top 40, I'm telling you, man, I was so rude. I hated requests. And I still hate requests. I really do. They're just not my thing. They agitate me. But I'm really trying to work on being more receptive to it because, again, they really can help you. But sometimes I'll just let my ego get in the way, and I think that's what a lot of DJs—we have big egos. It is what it is. But I'm over—I what I'm doing is I think I'm killing it. I think I'm doing a great job, and then I have people come over and requesting music, and it makes me feel like they think I'm not doing a good job, because again, like I said in the very beginning, I care way too much about what people think. If I'm DJing and people aren't dancing, I immediately think, oh my gosh, I, I must be sucking. This this must sound terrible. And I mean, there are times I go out and I listen to DJs and I'm not there to dance. I just want to listen to music or I just want to hang out with my friends. And sometimes when I'm DJing, I forget that not everybody is coming out to dance. So if you're a newer DJ and you're listening to this, don't be upset if people aren't dancing you'll get You'll have nights like that. I have nights where not a soul gets on the dance floor the whole night and it crushes me. And I still feel insecure about it. It actually just happened to me the other night. And I was just like, wow, no one is dancing. And I went, I tried every trick in the book. I played the wobble. They did get out there for the wobble. Big surprise. But as soon as that was over, they were sitting right back down. And sometimes we just got to remember some, we're just not always here to dance, man. Maybe they just want to hang out. So every gig, just do the best you can. And the big thing is to enjoy yourself. Cause I was letting gigs like that when people weren't dancing, take the joy out of DJing. And for me, yes, I get paid to DJ, but it's also an outlet for me. I have a very high stress job at the moment. And maybe I'll talk about that another time, but DJing makes me so happy. It, it brings joy to my life. So when I take these gigs and I allow worrying about that kind of stuff, whenever really I should be so thankful, and I am, that I have a paying gig. I'm able to go on a stage, DJ, and do my thing. And I'm getting paid for it. I should be thankful. But sometimes I do let the fact that somebody's not dancing or I'm getting a bunch of requests get in the way of my happiness. So now I'm really trying to take take time to just enjoy the journey that's what this is this is one big long journey i don't know where it's gonna go i wish it would go bigger than the small town dj but i it may never um it really may not but i am gonna do my best to just enjoy the journey um i want to document it if i fail i just want to leave the post up because i'm really bad about if something doesn't go right i'll delete it a couple years ago three or four years ago i decided to quit my job to be a full-time dj And I started this YouTube channel and I was posting about it. And I probably posted five or six videos. I was trying to do them every week. And I got to where I stopped posting. And within two or three months, I was calling my job back. And I'm like, can can I have my job back, please? Because I just couldn't do it. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, my mind wasn't right. And I wasn't willing to put in work. I just thought if I quit my job, I could do this. And I mean, I failed. And that's kind of something, you know, I need to take ownership. I really want I want people to see the failures because there's a lot of failures in this. There's a lot of failures in trying something like this. And really not even just this. In life, like there's so many failures and we're embarrassed of them. And I mean, we may be learning from them, but we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, oops, that didn't work out. But I mean, it is embarrassing when you fail. And I think from now on, if I fail, you're going to see it. And that's fine. I'll leave this podcast up saying that I want to make a career out of DJing. If I don't and I, you know, do a different job or whatever, it'll still be up and everybody will know I failed. But at least I tried. I'm going to do my best to stay consistent, posting, you know, the podcast, posting mixes, working on my Instagram posts. Because, you know, we're in a world of social media. So I got to do my best to just keep up with that stuff. Because usually I'll get consistent for a few months and then I'll quit. So if you are getting into this or whatever you're getting into, just be consistent. Don't just do it, whether it be fitness or anything like that, just be consistent. Um, I've never actually dedicated 100% of myself to this. I I can say I have, but just being honest with myself, I have not. And I think it's time that I do. Um, I've really, I've talked about age a lot because that's one thing that I get stressed about. I'm 31 years old and I'm trying to do this. And it's like, is this a young man's game? I don't know. I mean, there are DJs who made it when they were a little bit older. And for a while, I gave up on the stream because I thought I was too old. And maybe I am. Uh, But everyone's journey is going to be different. Some people get very successful when they're 18 years old. And some people don't find success or happiness in life until they're 40 or 50. You just never know. But I do know that I'm going to do what makes me happy for as long as I possibly can. And I hope one day I can turn this into full-time, successful, full-time, where I'm doing something I love every day. And I encourage anyone listening to this, if you wanna do something, if you're unhappy, make a change, it's not too late. Man, just go for it. I've actually tried so many different jobs trying to find my passion and I've been doing this the whole time, but I just never have been able to see like what the future could be. I can always wish it would be some great thing, but I just was like, that can't happen to me. It can't work out for me. And honestly, maybe it will not. But I do want to try. I get one shot at life. You know, as far as we know, we get one shot. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to keep putting out content. No matter how many people see it, just going to keep working hard. And if you're in the same boat as me, whether it be DJing or some other crazy dream that people tell you is unreachable, man, you get one shot, one shot at life. So just go ahead, go for it. Other than that, guys, I'll see you next week.